I want to speak to you for a few moments this morning again on the topic of Jesus is better. Jesus is better. We have been on a journey for the past couple weeks on this topic of Jesus is better. And why is that? Because reality is the world needs to realize and understand that there's nothing better out there than having a true relationship with a living God and having an experience Jesus in her heart. I think that's something that is better that people need to realize that, that Jesus is better. In the book of Mark, chapter 1, I mean, chapter 5, verse 1, book of Mark, chapter 5, verse 1, starting with verse 1, this is what it says. When they crossed the lake to the region of, of Saracen, when Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with chain. For he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. Now, you, are you hearing this? This, this, guy, this guy had something strong. No one was strong enough to seduce him. Night and day among the tombs and in the hills, he will cry out and cut himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high, God? In other words, this guy recognized Jesus. For Jesus has said to him, let me go back. So what do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high, God? In God's name, don't torture me. For Jesus has said to him, come out of this man, you impure spirit. Then Jesus asked him, what is your name? My name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. There are, according to scripture, spirit beings. There are angel, angelic beings that serve the purpose of God. And there are demonic spirits or evil spirits, as Mark mentioned in our reading. So there are spirits. Jesus here asked the question of a man who was possessed of an evil spirit. What is the name was? Because Jesus wanted to identify the problem. This man had a problem. So what he, Jesus to ask him, what is your name? He wanted to identify the problem. Sometimes we want to keep some things hidden in our lives. Things that are working to destroy our relationship and our spiritual walk with God. Some of us have secrets that no one knows about. We will never tell a soul. And in some cases, that's okay. Some things are better off not to be told to some people. There are some things that you deal with, that you struggle with. Especially people who don't know how to keep confidentiality and understanding God's grace. No, you can't tell everybody your problem. That's what I'm trying to say. Because instead of helping you, they tell everybody. And it becomes more of a problem. Have you ever been there? But we need to face reality. And to be able to identify the things that are working to destroy us. 
there are things that we must understand that if we don't identify the problem, we don't deal with that problem, it, it will start to manifest more and more things in our lives. What started at one problem now becomes two, three, or four, five problems. So Jesus wanted to identify him and say, you know, he asked him, what is your name? He said, my name is Legion. But, but by the way, we are many. In other words, I am one of many that are in him. So identifying the problem. You see, but we need to face reality that to be able to identify the things that are working to destroy us, sometimes these things are put into a person's life at a very early age. Many times we do not, we have no control over how they got in there. There, there are things that attack us. There are things that come our way that sometimes we have no control over those things that maybe happen at a very early age. But they are, but they are there nonetheless. They are there, no matter what, they are a problem that we need to identify. So we cannot be delivered from the hole that has us in our life until we identify them and even name them. In other words, we have to identify the problem, excuse me, the problem that, that is attacking our spirit. I'm saying it's working hard right now. To identify the problem because if we're going to experience the liberty and the freedom, we have to identify what is it. For example, it could be child abuse. It could have been divorce, abandonment, molestation, alcohol, drugs addiction, pornography, depression, fear, anxiety. All of those things are coming that attacks individuals and, and, and you have to identify the problem. You have to identify what is there that has a, a, a stronghold in your heart, a stronghold in your life. You need to realize that we are, like it or not, we are facing a spiritual warfare in our generation today. It's a spiritual generation. It's a spiritual warfare that is attacking the hearts, that is attacking the minds, that is attacking the eyes of our generation today. And we must understand that if we're going to deal with a problem we got to get to the root of the problem. Oh, you're quiet this morning, but it's okay. <clears throat> See, these things all have a name. I don't even want to name some of these things because these names have an incredible power. All you have to do is to say the name of one of these things and immediately someone else freezes up. Oh, Please don't talk about that. Don't, don't bring that up because, because they have such an influence in your life. They have such a stronghold in your life that you don't want to mention the identity of those things because it brings you back to a place or it takes you back to a place and you have a hard time dealing with that. And we don't want to talk about these things this morning except to say that some of these things have a whole on some of our lives in some of our in, in some way and we are and we are control controlling the happiness and the peace that Jesus would want us to have in our lives so we need to talk about this and I understand that God would not want you to live with those things having power over your joy 
Satan, God doesn't want you to have Satan controlling your life. God doesn't want Satan to have dominion over your, your happiness and your freedom and your liberty. You know what? Those are strongholds that sometimes we need to realize that we need to allow the Spirit of God. We, we need to allow the Spirit of the Holy Spirit to, to take control of our lives. These things that have control over your, your peace. That every time, that every time some good thing ha comes along in your life, that, that this stuff that, that works to destroy your joy pops up he his head and steals the joy and leaves you with no, with so much anxiety and trouble. When, when you're experiencing the, the joy of God, have you ever seen people who, who start, they start experiencing the, the joy of the Lord and they start experiencing God and now they're, they're, suddenly they're attacked by the enemy and now they're, they're depressed and now they're anxiety and discouraged because the enemy rises up and says, well, wait a second, we, we, we ain't going to let them experience the joy of God. We ain't going to allow them to experience liberty. So what happens, it starts controlling you and it starts dep depressing you back down again so you don't experience the fullness of joy joy in the presence of God and Jesus wanted to know who it was that was causing so much trouble in this man's life and the spirit says my name is legion for we are many for we are many in other words he tells Jesus not only does this man have an evil spirit that has possessed his life, but there is a stronghold of evil spirits here. In other words, it's just not me you have to deal with, buddy. There is a bunch of us, and we are holding tight to this guy. So this man didn't have just one problem spiritually. He had many problems. Not only one problem, but many problems. Have anybody been there? Not only are you facing one problem, but there are many problems that come your way. Just when you think you got one fixed out, just when you, want, you, you have figured one out, guess what? There's another problem. But, but it's interesting to me that this does not discourage Jesus from casting them out even at once. In other words, Jesus was not intimidated. Oh, to preach now in other words Jesus was not worried about it he was not intimidated about it he he wasn't scared about it in other words he said listen no I don't care how many are in there I have more authority Woo! I have more power than what you think you have in there in this man's life in fact it was no problem for Jesus at all and the reason was because Jesus is better. Jesus is better than every single one of them. No matter what's holding you down, no matter what things that can control your life, when you give your life and you experience Jesus, all this stuff must go out of. All this stuff, it has to flee. It has to go in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. The man could have stood there all day long and rattled all the stuff in his life. He could have named the, named the names of every evil thing in his life and it would have, have made no difference. He could have 
throwing names out there that would have scared some people, that would have insulted some people, that would have made some people run away in fear. But the Spirit knew that no matter how big or how strong or how scary they were, once Jesus came into the men's life, they would have to go out of his life. In other words, he didn't worry about it. Oh, come on, somebody. He wasn't worried about it. The man realized that if I, if I can get to Jesus, he realized if I can only, listen, listen. There's a part in your brain that realizes, listen, I don't know how, I don't care how bad, bad condition I might be. But there's a part of your brain that says, I need to get to the Lord. That I need to get to Jesus. There's a part of you that can still think and realize, listen, just yes, there might be a stronghold holding me down in my body, in my mind. But I need to realize if I can only get to where Jesus is at. See, that there's power over the man was going to be ceased. It's going to be gone. Exodus chapter 3 verse 13 says this, Moses said to God, so suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers have sent me to go. And they ask me, what is his name? Then what should I tell them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am have sent me to you. Oh, you ain't excited yet. In, in other words, Moses is wanting to know the authority his God has. When he went back to Egypt, the people were going to ask, what kind of power does this God have? Is he the son of God? Is he the moon God? Or maybe the river God? But God tells Moses here, tell them that I am. In other words, oh, no other name need to be mentioned. Everything else bows under the authority of me. And for thousands of years of man's record history, we find them over and over again trying to find out the name of God. It is not until Matthew chapter 1 verse 21 that we hear the name mentioned for the very first time. In Matthew 1 21 says she will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sin. Somebody say that, that name with me right now. Say Jesus. Say Jesus. Say Jesus. Woo! My goodness. There's power. There's power in the name of Jesus this morning. See, we could name all other kinds of stuff. But when we call on his name of Jesus, all these things, all these other things begin to lose their power in our lives. And why is that? Because in Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 says, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. What does that mean? That means that it's above every name. That's what it means. That the name of Jesus Christ is above every, every name. Ooh. 
Have you ever been by yourself at home and you hear a noise? And you start, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and you start calling the name of Jesus. And you start, you, you're an atheist, but you start calling Jesus in the middle. I say, Lord, help me. I tell you, I'm telling you, there's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus when your children are sick in the middle of the night and they're running fever and, and there's no one to call. You can't call the worship pastor. He's asleep already. You can't call the pastor. He can, he's asleep already. But you can call one name that is awake and available 24 hours a day and his name is Jesus. You can call upon his name in the middle of the night. Come on, somebody. And he will answer your call. Woo! See in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 21. It says, for above all principalities and power and might and, might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which to come. You see, the name of Jesus has power. We read, we read in scripture, for above all principalities. What does that mean? That means dominion, territory. That's what this man in Mark chapter 5 had going on in his life. There was something in his life, a dominion. Not only that, but it says, and power. What is he talking about? Power, control, authority, influence, to rule and power, anything that controls you, anything that has authority over you, anything that influences your life and rules your life. In other words, and, and, and power says, and might, and might, what is might talking about? Talking about force, capacity, and dominion. What is that talking about? Talking about places of stronghold, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. See, this name of Jesus has authority over everything in this world. In other words, whatever in this world, in the name of Jesus, have authority. There's no greater name than the name of Jesus. This is why when we pray over, we need to pray in the name of Jesus. Why? Because that name has authority over every single, ever, over every single and every sin that can be named that's why the angel of the lord said in matthew chapter 1 verse 21 and she shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name jesus for he shall save his people from their sins understand something with me this morning we need to know the name of our god when we pray we need to pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. There's deliverance, there's power, there's healing, there's restoration, there's reconciliation in the name of Jesus. Then the name of Jesus has power over anxiety. The name of Jesus has power over depression. The name of Jesus has power over suicide thoughts. The name of Jesus has power over addictions. The The name of Jesus has power over deliverance by people who are confused over their identity. 
there is power in the name of Jesus. He can set you free. The world will try to tell you something else. The world will try to influence you and control you. But there is power in the name of Jesus. There is deliverance in the... Oh my goodness. I wish I had a church who could get excited this morning. There is, there is authority in the name of Jesus. You cast, out, you cast out devils in the name of Jesus. Not on your own power. Not in your own authority. Not in the name of anybody else. He don't care if you're a king, a president, or a governor. That, those devils, don't, they don't care who you are. But they tremble in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, the church. You don't believe demonic activities are real? You don't think what I'm preaching to you this morning is real? That there's spirits that will get in people's life? It's, this stuff is real. I've seen it. I've, I've witnessed it. This stuff is for real. We need to believe that, that there's a greater name, greater authority. In the name of Jesus, we can experience that. We need to know the, the name of our God. We need to understand the power of His name. Because there's going to come an attack against our walk with God. And when it does, it needs to be called into subjection. It needs to be put into its place by God's authority. Listen, you're going to be attacked. Some of you are attacked right now by... by, by by all kinds of demonic experience, by suicide, by anxiety, by lust, pornography, by alcohol, by drugs, depression. I mean, you, you, you're attacked right now and you need to cast that in the name of Jesus. You need to take authority over your heart, over your mind and cast that in the name of Jesus. Don't try to... I know you don't like to hear this kind of preaching, but I'm telling you, Jesus is better. Jesus is better. We, we wouldn't have the problems. Half of the problems we're having today, people realize that there is deliverance. There's hope. There's restoration in the name of Jesus. There's hope. There's hope. I like, I like it that the Christian world is beginning to use the name of Jesus more and more. I like it to hear young, younger generation write songs about the name of Jesus. Some people have been ashamed of that name for so long. We don't preach about the name of Jesus. We don't talk about that. You know what? The name of Jesus will offend a lot of people. You can talk about any other religion. You can talk about any other thing in school or anywhere else, but you can't talk about Jesus. Because there's power in the name of Jesus. There's deliverance in the name of Jesus. I, I know people don't like to hear it, but I'm telling you the truth. What, what do you think the world works too hard from... from from keeping you from hearing that name. People will say Christ. They will say God. They will say Father. They will say Savior. But they will not say Jesus. People say, well, let's pray to God. Well, they, you can go to school and pray about God. God can be any God. But when you start identifying the God, Jesus Christ, oh, that makes them nervous. there's power in the name of Jesus and why is that Be understand 
Christ, God, Savior, Father, or, or what He is. But Jesus is who He is. When you say Jesus, you're saying Christ, you're saying God, you're saying Savior, you're saying Father. It is the name that is above all names. See, there's, there's this, this stuff in our life that we need to be able to call that name that is above all names over it. Whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're struggling with, whatever the enemy is attacking you, maybe your, maybe your marriage, maybe you're, you know, you've gone through a divorce and you now you're discouraged, you've gone through suicidal thoughts, you've gone through anxiety, depression, and all this. I'm telling you, that there's all this stuff. Because it, it needs to lose its authority in our lives. When we call upon the name of Jesus, there's authority in the name of Jesus. There's authority in the name of Jesus. There's even, I, this might sound crazy to you, but even a heathen can preach the gospel and people can get saved because there's power in the name of Jesus. It's not, it's not the man that is being glorified. It's the name of the, the authority that comes behind that name. Is Jesus that people, but now when you add the authority behind it that is serving God with the name of Jesus behind it. Spiritual warfare, spiritual attacks is strong. And we need to take authority as Christian believers. We have the authority to take dominion. You need to start calling upon the name of Jesus. You need to start trusting the Lord your life. In the name of Jesus, claim that, claim that restoration, claim that breakthrough, claim it, believe it. I mean, don't just say it and just say, believe it by faith.